Elizabeth. And I'm Haley, and this is the first episode of We're Not, not Alright. All right. Why do you pause like that? Okay, let's just let You're speak. pausing. I stop and wait for you because you like elongate the words. You're like, we're not. <laughs> this is why the show is titled What It Is. <laughs> like, why don't we just let it be? If you, yeah, I think that we just need to let it be. All right, fine. Um, we'll let it be. Or this can go on the outtakes at the end, which will be longer okay. than the actual podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to have to bear with us um, because this is our first time doing this. We did one trial run and... And we're not you know, all right. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. But anyway, um, okay, so what are we going to say about what this episode is going to be about? I guess just like introduce ourselves. We're going to talk a little bit about who we are and why you might want to listen yeah. again, you know, just because yeah. to come experience the craziness that is all us. Yes, yes. If you've had best friends or sisters or whatever, you should hopefully definitely get to relate to our strange relationship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really, though, I think it's a love hate. Yeah. Okay. Right now, we're in love. Flows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been in love for a while. Which is the better one, ebb or flow? Um, I, I don't know. I would think to flow would be better, mm-hmm. but I think ebb is to pull back, right? I guess so. We should know because we're writers, but so you can look that up and put that in the show comments for us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. So you're the better introduction one. So why don't you tell a little bit about who we are? Okay. Well, we are a writing duo, um, Elizabeth Haley. We write contemporary romance and rom-com. And we have been doing that for going on now. We're like seven and a half years, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because your daughter Maya was one when we started, right? And she's eight. Yeah. I mean, we're nothing yeah. if not great with timing. That was like a great time to start um, an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the first, the first book that we got like traditionally published, I wrote most of my part in the middle of the night when I was up with my newborn son. So, yeah, we are great with timing. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, we have well, we have a lot of books out. I don't, actually don't know how many, um, but we'll get into them at some point. But the ones that are out most currently uh, are called Love Game. And, you know, we always mess up the titles of our own books. So let's try to go through them. So the first one is never have you ever never have you ever and then the next one is <laughs> truth <laughs> truth or dare you. dare you and then two truths and a line i know that yes one. look yes. at it we, we got it right covers. okay and then i just saw today too that um i don't did you post that or did robin the i posted with it the other two where did you even get that robin sent it oh to okay us. okay i didn't even see that so all good things all pretty things come from robin oh my god yes she's she's uh at, at waterhouse press our our publisher she is she is the the one who does all things for us in terms of media yeah, i don't and... even know if she does she make them i don't even know i i feel like I'm she not... said she doesn't but she sends them but she sends them so she gets the credit yeah right now so we're sorry to whoever yeah. whoever I actually makes them. made them i guess um okay uh, so yeah, those are out. Two Truths and a Lime will be out Tuesday, December 8th. So it's probably already out if you're listening to this now. Um, and then we have the second set of books in that series, um, which is Ready or Not. It's a spinoff kind of a, with a different character, Taylor, Ready or Not. And that is out in April, I saw. I did look at the release dates. yeah because that is up, up for pre-order so when people are listening that should be um available still for pre-order yeah. and then the next the other ones yep. will be out shortly after <laughs> <laughs> yes okay so yeah look for those look for those and i'm so sorry lissa Lissa's our editor sadly she doesn't know what she got herself into okay um all right so let's let's talk a little bit about the process that because that's usually the question we get how do we write Yeah, I mean, I together? think we should back up. I think we should back up a little bit and okay. just really get a little bit more into like how this even all started. Um, we 
Haley and I worked at um at our day job that we're still at um together for a few years. Um, I don't even really know how long we've even been well, there now. Fourteen years. We've been there fourteen years. Yeah, we're teachers. So if we've been doing this almost eight, you know, do the math. Six. We can't do it. Six. <laughs> yeah. So about six we were years in. Um, we were work besties, and everyone was reading like Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. and really getting into romance at the time. And we just kind of looked at each other and like, I think we could totally like I could totally write something like this. Um, and we just agreed that we could we could do it, and we're like, let's just try it. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Um, and we wrote the first one in what, like two months? Two months. Yeah. Probably the quickest we've ever written a book. Which yeah. And our process, it was, kind of. it, yeah, it was weird. I think that we were so excited about doing it yeah. that we were really just motivated. And we um, nit- and-, and because we nitpicked everything, which is why I said it's weird. Um, because now we don't well, even read what the other person writes until the book's done. But we also so, now know that we have like an editor to catch our mistakes, which yes, at the time that's we didn't true. Have. That's true. So we really had to be, you know, much more kind of involved, and that was sort of how our process. Developed. It was just sort of what um, what worked. It was really just sort of an organic thing for us. Um, we were just like, let's just write in Google Drive because we can see what the other person is doing, and mm-hmm. um, we would just we just split things up. We knew that a lot some other duos would split um, the male female roles. Like someone would take all the female parts and someone would take all the male parts, and we just didn't. We really just didn't want to do that. Um, we both wanted to experience both characters. So yeah, that was just where it was like sort of just a free for all. Like, yeah. well, I want that one. I don't want that one. You take mm-hmm. that one. I'll take this one. And then we just comment. We just would read each other's stuff and comment in different colors and go back and revise and edit until really it all just melted together into one coherent somehow book. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually three characters in that in that series because, well, that that used to be called the Pieces series. It's kind of it, it is a love triangle, but it's not a traditional one, I guess, from what people tell us. Because people, really? yeah, well, I mean, not not that it's not traditional, it is, but people say they hate love triangles, but then they they said they liked that book, or that series, which is. I, I don't know why, what's different about it, honestly, but yeah. So that that one was the piece of series and now it's called Love Lessons. Love Lessons. Yep. Well, that one's had about 15 covers, different covers <laughs> over the course of its, its short life. Um, so yeah, that's how we got started. And that's how we kind of, we, we're not great at outlines, but we tend to kind of plot out maybe like five or six chapters at a time now we're a little bit better with doing like whole story arcs um usually whole story arcs and then we'll fill in the different chapters and and still pick like like elizabeth just said still pick like i don't want that i'd rather have this i have a vision for this and it just yeah it all just kind of comes together um yeah i mean people say we have one brain and we would probably agree with that yeah, I mean, we have, it's funny, people always say, like, we could never tell that these books were written by, you know, that's why people, I think, generally think that we each took, like, a character um, and mm-hmm. wrote that character all the way through, because people generally um, say that they can't tell there's a difference. And we definitely have just a similar voice, um, which is funny, because we are ultimately very different in a lot of ways. And so it's funny when something comes together from us that it sounds so cohesive um, because there are definitely things about us that are yeah. very different. Like I'm very personable and beautiful and inside and out. And Elizabeth is just neither one of those. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> she agrees. She... I am no, um, I'm kidding. I am the younger one. Ugh. So, you know. Oh, there is still some youthful beauty here that I go. have. Here we go. We're like a year apart, guys. A year apart. It's like a year and a half. It's a solid okay. year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but we are very different. We are very different. Um, like physically, yeah. You're what? How tall are you? Five nine. Five nine, and I'm like five three. Um, and when she wears heels, which she I could, yeah, like, which I do, dunk a basketball for real. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, I'm f- I'm like five nine. You're blonde hair, blue eyed. You're like yep. short and dark, and <laughs> short and dark. <laughs> brown me, hair, brown you eyes. Make, you make me sound like I'm like a demon. Like I'm come from like an, an, <laughs> the underworld. Or that something. was my intention. That yeah, was my intention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, brown hair, brown eyes, short. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, our personalities are pretty different. Too. It's weird. It is weird because we do have a similar voice and people will comment like my mother-in-law will, will say like, I know you wrote this part. And I'll be like, nope, Elizabeth wrote that. And your family and, and people, you know, do the same thing, right? Because they only know like one of us real well. And then, but our, our pers- I think, yeah, I think what ultimately happens is that our senses of humor are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to find the same kinds of things funny, um, like the more inappropriate, the better, the darker, the better. Like we just have like no limits in that sense. So um, I think people will like read a section that's kind of like a joke that seems like only we would make because we have like such dark senses of humor. But like we both are that way. So they don't always get that. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that is where we are. Yeah, that's probably why true. it works. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we I mean we really had like no filter and now we have some because Scott is our filter. He's our editor. So he will veto the really bad stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we've, since we've been traditionally published, we've definitely had, we've had to learn to, to curb mm-hmm. some things that evidently other people don't think are funny. Um, I, I don't even mention it. any of them, but they're really funny. Trust us. Yes. Um, yeah. We're like offensive to everyone though. So it's okay. Um, (laughs) uh, so yeah, I mean, okay, let's go into personality a little bit because the fact that you're even talking right now, and I know you're in your house, so it's a little different, but she is like, you, you are like really one of the least social people that I will be friends with. Let's talk about the line to where you have to like cut, cut it off. Um, I can turn it on when I have to. You can. Um, you know, when, when it happens, like, like we're at a sign or something killer. and I have to. Like a serial Yeah, killer. I just adopt a different personality because uh-huh. that's what the room requires. Um, but it doesn't come natural and I'm like exhausted at the end. Like the Ted like Bundy I just, of writing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just very, in a normal situation where I'm, like if my, my husband and I go out and we're, especially if we're like with a group of his friends, I'm just like a selective mute. I will not say a word. Well, he's um, very personable too. So, so he makes up for it for me. He yes. does. Yeah, it does not require any effort on your part whatsoever if he's there. Right. And you'll take he full advantage of that. Oh yeah. yeah. I just, I'm a listener. I like to just sit back and, and listen. Um, I don't really, I don't know. Yeah. That's, I don't need to talk. That's, um, and and my husband and I are kind of reversed. Like he'll talk to people that he knows really well if it's like a smaller group, but he's not gonna he's not gonna like put himself out there, I guess. I'll I'll talk more for sure. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's weird that we're friends because <laughs> the more I think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, opposites attract. I feel yeah, like that's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. how introvert how introverts work normally. Like introverts have no friends until extroverts adopt them. Oh, okay. Like that's just how I feel like that works. So um, this is just what happened. Okay. I was just I was adopted. Yeah, by people who will speak. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't. I mean, I don't really like people. Like, oh, I I met someone today. I'm like, I haven't made a new friend in 15 years. Like, I don't even know how you would go about doing something like that. No. Like, how would you ever ever meet somebody else? I would just have no idea. Yeah, it's weird because she like doesn't even talk to me at work sometimes. Like, I'll walk by her room and, like, gauge the temperature in there for whether I want to, like, enter into what, whatever's happening. Like, I don't, I don't know. I have a very singular focus. Um, so when I'm focused on something, like, that, that has every ounce of my attention. And so when someone comes and, like, detracts my attention away, I'm actually, like, angry that it happened. Me. Yeah, because you just want to come over and chat. And I'm uh-huh. just like, no, no, it's not the time. This I've is not really, the chat time. I've really <laughs> left you alone a lot this year, though. And the other day, you came into my classroom and you were like, I just need to vent. And I got like this burst of internal joy that I was like, oh, my God, she's like coming. She's coming to me to talk. It's like when you have like a crush at school and they don't know. And then suddenly they start paying attention to you. And you're like, does he like me? That's that's like what I experienced. 
but you left shortly I'm, after and we haven't spoken since. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah, I'm a compartmentalizer. So to me, like once I leave work, I'm not going to do anything work related. So I have to do it during these hours. Well, same, so like I'm all same. in. So like I'm all in at that moment, like total hyper-focused on like what I have to do yeah, for work. And you're a much harder worker than I am. I'm just like, you're hyper-focused on things, whereas I cannot focus on one thing. Like I will work there and when I'm doing something I'll do it but if anything is there to detract my attention like you said like detract from what I'm doing um like if another colleague walks in and it's somebody I like I immediately will take that as a sign that I can stop working and I can it is social time now it's social hour like well, and that used to be more how we how we wrote. I think it's shifted a little bit over time, but we used to really write where I would just sit for long blocks of time and yeah, get it yeah, done. Yeah. And right. you would just sort of write for like, I wrote for a half hour here, 45 minutes mm-hmm. there. And like that, I'm like, oh my God, that like makes my brain want to explode. Yeah, that's weird that that switched because now I will leave all of it. We have like basically a word count goal that, we'll, you know, we'll go like, all right, well, if a book needs to be give or take 75,000 words, this is when it's due. This is how many weeks there are. Uh, we need to give ourselves two weeks to read it and revise it before we send it out. Um, so that leaves us with whatever it is, 10 weeks or whatever. And we'll go like, all right, well, we each have to write 2,500 or 3,000 words a week. And that's literally how we do it. Um, it's not the idea of being like motivated to write is there. It doesn't exist to us, really. Like sometimes I am more motivated to write, but like we can't wait till the motivation comes. So instead of like being beating myself up all week that like, Oh, I should have written a night, but I'm tired from work or my son has karate or this or that and making excuses. I'm just like, I'm just not, I'm just going to accept that I'm not going to write until Saturday or Sunday. And then I do it and I'll bang out like 2000 words <laughs> in one spot and be like, Oh, okay, I'm done. Um, I mean, I don't always meet the word goal, but like then I'll carry it over and eventually it gets done. But yeah, I write, I write a lot of it in probably two sittings. Like I just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with um, like with COVID and having sort of different types of downtime, I have been able to just, you know, in like, yeah, I'm the same, like one or two sittings, but I've always been that way. It's interesting yeah. how you've, you've gravitated toward my, my style. I'm becoming more like you. I hope that that doesn't like get out of control. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, so I'm trying to think of other ways that we're, I, I'm definitely like a bigger dreamer, for sure. Um like when this first started, uh, I was convinced. We were going to be millionaires like 15 times over by now. Yeah, when I we think first, when what we, you said when we first started. First, so when we first started, we published our own books independently. Actually, the person we call the real Elizabeth Haley, which is my husband, Nick, he did the majority. And by the majority, I mean like all of it, like public, physically publishing the book, like going on because I don't know, we don't know how to do any of that. So he did all that. And then he did, I guess it was create space on Amazon and you could get like a physical copy of this, of the book. So we ordered these physical copies and it was like, it was so cool, honestly, to, to hold a book in your hand that you wrote, even if no one was going to like read it or like it. Um, it was an awesome feeling. So I think the one copy that I gave you, I think I wrote in there. I don't remember what I wrote, but it was something basically like, remember this moment when we're like rich and famous and I don't even remember it was so ridiculous um and that's not even why we did it I just it was just like we were on such a high that's what it was we were on such a high from writing this book that I was convinced that like this is it like this is we we did this and because we did one thing this is like the there there is like no limit to what we're well, you, you, you don't you don't know what goes into something until you do it so like to us I mean that was like the first time when we we got a publisher and we we're like this is it like if yeah. you're published you're making you're making millions that's a lie and that's uh-huh. I mean that yeah. was like a really hard um lesson to learn that that's not true it was devastating mm-hmm. um and it is funny because I feel like um you're a little more sentimental than I am I definitely maybe a lot am. more yeah I'm very um, sentimental. so like you were like oh remember this moment and all that and I'm like I don't remember that moment I don't remember the feeling I was like, I, like I'm always just like okay what's next let's, let's go what's next um I don't I never I don't bask in it enough like as much as I even probably should mm-hmm. um because I don't know it's just it's like it's a it's a 
pro and a con, I guess. There's pros and cons because, like, I remember that moment, but nothing came of it. Like, we we joke, honestly, that we have, like, the best resume of, not even the best, but, like, such a, a good one. We yeah. have a really good resume. Like, when you put it down on paper, the, what we've done and, you know, publishing with different houses and we wrote on James Patterson's line and all this sort of stuff, it looks we awesome. We were nominated for Rita. Yes, we were nominated for Rita, which we didn't know what it was at the time. We can talk about that in another episode. Um, but yeah, like all these things that that people are like really impressed by that honestly, and like we we're impressed by them too. Like when you look back on it, we really did accomplish a lot. I don't want to take anything away from that, but it hasn't changed our day to day lives. So I think that's where we get stuck. That's where we're like, okay, this didn't. Like, when I look back, when you say I'm sentimental, like, nothing's changed, essentially, from this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but we've, you know, but we've stuck with it, nothing's even though nothing, you know, lot. nothing major, nothing, yeah. yeah, I mean, but in the same space, we are, it is, we are completely different writers than we were. I mean, not necessarily even style-wise, but we're just a little more refined. Our practice is a little bit different, Um and, you know, it's writing, you find out quickly, it's a labor of love. It's not going to ever, it's, you know, for most people, at least, it's not going to be a, a labor of, a, that's going to yield fortune. <laughs> it's yeah. just a labor of love. And we just um, stick with it because we really, there is a sense of accomplishment of having done this thing um, that a lot of people say they want to do, but never actually do. Yeah, a lot of people don't um, even attempt it, let alone, you know, and. Do it like 20 sometimes over, you know, yeah. so. Yep. And it, it definitely helps that, I mean, for me, that I write with somebody, because when you get into that funk of like, I'm done with this, this is bullshit, like, this is a waste of my time, and everybody does. I feel like every writer, that's why writers are always like depressed, <laughs> like the Ernest, Ernest Hemingways, they're all like alcoholics and whatever. Um, but, you know, there you do get into these funks and these like you know, what am I doing? Is it worth the time away from my family and this and that? And it definitely helps to have someone who can like, who's going through it with you, but can also, I don't know, pull you out of that headspace. And even if it's not a bit, but like they're depending, like the other person is yeah, depending yes, on the other one, Yep. you know, like you can't you just drop the ball. Some, it's because... easy to let yourself down. It's hard to let someone else down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, you know, Haley is definitely the one who's, you know, she, she is, she's always been the one like, well, if we just, if we just do this, they could, it could yield this. And if we do this, we could yield this. <laughs> and I'm a little more like, I'm like that, like scared, like scared to hope person who's like, I don't want to let my dreams get carried away because then when they don't come true, it's like crushing. Um, I know, but it's, I think that it's a good combination of being like on earth and up in the clouds a little bit. Yeah. Um, because when we meet halfway, we're just sort of safely floating. You know, we're yeah, not too yes. high. We're not too low. Yeah. We're just safely bobbing That's along. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When I get, when I start floating up in my hot air balloon, <laughs> she pulls on the line and brings I don't let her end up in Oz. You know, we got to come down. back. I know. Bring, come back, Dorothy. Come I back. Know. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I like to be um, up there, But it's though. funny. <laughs> Well, it's funny because like, you know, you are like, you know, you have like, you're, you're definitely the more like hopeful one, mm -hmm. but you're also in a sense, like the more anxious one too, mm -hmm. um, about I'd like, you know, that. meeting deadlines and you know, oh, well, we didn't did this person send us this or we have to do, we have to mail this out. We have to do that. And I'm just like, yeah, it'll all like just get done. I know. I'm like, That's a loser. I'm like That's Jeff's a loser's attitude. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Jeff Spicoli from Fast Times of Ridgemont Island. I'm just like, dude, like, you know. Um, I mean, I do now. But I, I'm a little bit more relaxed with it because after all this time and all my worry, it all did get done. So I do mm -hmm. kind of like put a little bit into like the universe of it'll all get done. But yeah, I'm very much the more anxious one about those things. And the business aspect of it, for sure. Because um, you're more, you're more, I think, adept at the business side of things. So which is really it makes sad. sense that you, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense that you worry about, you're just better. You're better at like holding people accountable yes, yes. and checking up on yeah. things. I'm like totally just in my own head, like, oh, well, what would are this character be thinking right yeah. now? Like, I'm just over here and like, in that sense, I'm in like the clouds, like yeah. I'm in la la land. Yeah, because um, I will, I, I think I think that um, 
as horrible as a person and cold as a person <laughs> as we joke around <laughs> that you are, you are scared to hurt people's feelings. And it's funny because like yes. I'm not I'm I am that way in like everyday life. I am less confrontational than Elizabeth is in everyday life in every way, I think, right? But when it comes to like a business, that to me, I can separate that. And I'm like, well, if you were supposed to get this done, like we did us stuff on our end, you, well, I'm holding you accountable. Because I would expect, like I said, anxious about the deadlines, like someone's going to hold us accountable if we don't do what we're supposed to do. So, and I'm, I'm very like, yeah, I do. it comes from a place of like protection in a way. Like mm-hmm. I remember actually having a conversation with a couple of people we really kind of like worked with in the writing thing when I was just like all I care about is me and Elizabeth and our families like no offense but I don't care about you (laughs) it's like horrible (laughs) to say but like I was like I will do whatever it takes to protect that like that's that's my goal like and sometimes it also comes out because you're a little more like blunt and literal. Yes. Like sometimes yes. you'll send a message and you'll be like, well, I just intended it like this. I'm like, yeah, but it came across like you were bitching this person out. I know. <laughs> like, gotta, and I don't like there it. are certain times where you're like, can you just reply to this? Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, Kelly will just ask me to reply because I, I, you know, I do actually, that's like really always in my head. I feel like because I'm quieter and like an observer, I am more, um, I'm used to watching people so I'm more conscious of how people are like taking things and how they things could be construed um because I'm not filling the space I'm just watching it so I've like I feel like just after years of watching words hit people in different ways I'm more conscious of how that happens interesting we've Um, never talked about this that's really yeah and I just fill the space so I'm just like I don't care whatever I say I say and I guess because I feel like I do talk a lot and people should know how I mean things, which is ridiculous to think in text and email that people should know how, because sometimes I'm an asshole and sometimes I'm really nice and sentimental, like you said. So it's, I guess in my head, I'm like, well, they'll know what I mean. And well, especially because you're thinking of it, how you would exactly. say it, but when you're writing yeah. it, it's lost like, in translation. I'll just be like, did we get that contract yet? Like, and that'll be the. And it, yeah, the and it's just like excitement. Yeah, and it, you know, but they're reading it like Jesus, yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? And like I won't. Sometimes I like won't even say like, "Hey, good morning" or whatever. And then like XOXO, Haley. Like I will just write like one line. Like, did that contract come yet? Or like whatever. I'm just giving an example. You know, what days is coming out? You know, and it's like, what what days is coming out? Like and Elizabeth. Yeah, I'll even notice sometimes, like when people will post things on our behalf, like um, like if a book comes out or whatever, and you'll go through and like you'll love the posts, and like to you, you know, you're and I, like I go back into them. I'm like, thank you so much for reading. We appreciate. Like I go back I and I comment. Thank you so fact. much. And like I do do that. Do have there been times that, there were a couple? Okay, there were a couple with the last with the last book that I got. Oh. And I went back in and out. That's like just Um, random though. Like I didn't, that's just me like trying to catch up quickly and not noticing. Like I do try to say like, thanks for reading, you know, whatever. I do try to say all of those things, but I don't always clearly. The ADD in me. Like, oh, let me get to um, the next one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, now that we're talking about reviews, I mean, that's another one. Oh, God, you know, people yeah, people love things. It's a, it's a Haley, call. read them. It's like it's like writing rules number one hundred and one. Don't read the reviews. Well, it, but, someone asked us that the other day. Did you see that? Somebody asked on no. Facebook or Messenger. I think it was. I think it was in our our padded room. We have a like a private group um, called the padded room. Elizabeth Haley's padded room. And if you're crazy enough to be in it, you're more than welcome. But somebody asked if we read reviews and I said like we do and we don't I'm like Elizabeth never really reads them um I said we read the ones we're tagged in like if somebody tags us in them you know we're reading them we're thanking them like but I said she will not go in and just like read random reviews where before a book comes out a lot of times I'll go into like goodreads because you can post there before it's out on like Amazon and I will look and see what people wrote and I get it. And then knowing I don't read them, she'll send know, them to me. Like, and I'm like, I don't read these. It like, feeds my anxiety. And then when my anxiety gets like 
out of control, I'll send them to her and be like, oh my God, I'm worried that blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I don't like to read these. Like, the, this is why. Why do you send these to me? Because I'm like, I'm usually only sending the bad ones. Like, I'm not, like, sending, like, this book was phenomenal. The good ones. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. And I also feel like sometimes, um, you know, reviews are fickle things. I mean, they're, I mean, I, I will I will occasionally go to, like, Amazon and be like, all right, like, I might not read the reviews, but I'll look at, like, the stars. Mm-hmm. And I'll, like, maybe, start, like, it depends. If I'm being, like, you know, I'm in a super dark place, I'll see, like, what the one-star reviews Ooh. say. I don't, I don't never do it, but I, I don't do it um, very often. But sometimes I do just, uh, I just chalk it up. Like I can just sort of justify anything. And I'm just like, well, that person was probably just in a bad mood when they read this. <laughs> they don't even mean it. They don't even well, mean I it. Mean, and some of the things are ridiculous and you, it's weird because I do want to know what the reason is because it does help you as a writer to some extent to realize, okay, even if we think it's ridiculous that somebody is offended by like one time we put that, like um, a guy got a salad and the female character said like something like, why are you eating like a woman or something? And this person got like really offended by it. And as much as I think that's ridiculous, it has stuck with me years later, and this was years ago, that I'm like, okay, could this potentially offend someone? Um, you know, and that's kind of like how we've changed a little bit. So, I mean, like there was one person that put like, we use the F word 476 times in our first book. And I was like, really? That's it? Like, you know, like. <laughs> it's not work. Yeah, so. I mean, and sometimes sometimes it's like humorous, I guess. Um, and I want to know that like the one star review was just for something that is ridiculous. And people have said actually, like one star reviews a lot of times don't really hurt you. Um, it's like the two and three ones that do because they'll kind of be like, ah, this was mediocre, and they won't really say why. But like somebody writing like these these authors use the f word, you know, and had all these offensive jokes. Someone else will read that review and go like, this book sounds like right up my alley. Like I would read that and be like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I can, I can test this out, you know, like, so, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but like someone might read that and be, you know, the one star review and be like, yeah, this is awesome. I love sarcasm. I love, you know, so you just, those actually like, don't hurt you in terms of people buying them, buying it. Again. Yeah. I mean, when I do. When I do look at reviews, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I always am very appreciative of the people who give us, you know, good reviews and give us four or five stars. I mean, obviously that's like always the goal is to give people what they want. So that's something that they like and they review positively. But yeah, I mean, the learning experiences come from the lower star, you know, so if I'm going to look at them, typically um, I'm going to look at the lower starred ones because, you know, you obviously, you only get better by knowing what you're lacking yeah. in. But um I tend to kind of rely on just us in terms of uh, like just growth over time and our editor's feedback and things like that. And, and thing and things people will reach out to us about, like there have been times where people have like reached out and be like, why did you make like this choice? And that's like, uh, you know, super eye opening because there's a conversation. Sometimes you, know, you read a review and it almost, it's like, you know, with Haley's bluntness, like it just feels it, like it, it's, it's hard to know how to take it. Yeah. Um, so we actually get a lot out of talking to people just readers in general and like actually like I don't know because sometimes it does feel a little spiteful I <laughs> like I'm just gonna give a bad review because because but the people who actually like reach out and have like actual feedback and we have a dialogue like I learn a lot from yeah those kinds I feel of like that happened a lot in the beginning with Lily the first char- the character in our first book um because it was like a character that you love to hate to an extent but she does grow and that's kind of the point and people would reach out and say, like, this is what comes to mind when I'm thinking of what you're talking about. But um, people would reach out and be like, God, I hate her. Like, she's such a bitch sometimes. And I'd be like, I know. Like, she's supposed to be, you know, in a little bit. Yeah. That was yeah. Purpose. I mean, she's not supposed to be very likable in parts. Um, you know, she's supposed to grow. And like, you know, to me, if you think of different TV shows and stuff that you watch or whatever, it's the same way. You know, the person, a good character is not going to start out the same as they finish, I guess. You know, there has to be like a, a, an yeah, art there's always that, gotta be. that keeps you 
hooked and being in like kind of like rooting for that person or whatever you know um but that's what comes to my mind what has anyone else reached out like lately i don't even know you do you do Um, the instagram stuff more than i do so i don't know if anybody's yeah i don't think necessarily so much um like lately i just just over the course of time like for example how many people just really like really connected with uh our hero tim and just say yes um because he was kind of like you know a tortured chef and and it was really the first and really the only time that i think we wrote a character who had his level of um suffering and trauma yes and it wasn't like um, it's not anything like that no well psychologically abusive like you know but it was like emotionally abusive but um but yeah he had just yeah the mother oh that's right that's right so you remember this book yeah yeah yeah. i remember now um and he had had like you know a drug problem and then he sort of meets this girl there were still you know but we it was it was fun to write that book in a sense because we really got to get into some darker themes but still keeping that humor that we're known for it was it was a nice balance i feel like i've kind of um when I try to think of a, a, a dynamic mm-hmm. to emulate, that's usually the one that I reach for. Yeah, well, and that's that's. I the try one to get that, the Quinn, the Quinn and Tim yeah, that's dynamic. The one that nominated us for the Rita, so right, and yeah. that that was a fun book to write. Mm-hmm. I liked all those characters. Tim was great, and yeah, a lot of people still really like him. He had tattoos, and he was just like, I don't know, very endearing and imperfect in a in a good way I guess you know and then you had like Quinn was kind of naive but not not in an unlikable way um and they both kind of like yeah you know it was it was another case like Elizabeth said of like opposites attract kind of bring each other out of their shells or into their shells or whatever yes so it's funny when you when you when you look back over the fact that we we have at this to this point written we have to count it's definitely yeah. over 20 mm-hmm. um and when you think of like the characters that really stuck with you, that that is probably my my premier couple, uh, Tim and Quinn. That's kind of I'm always chasing the high of just say yes. <laughs> I don't know what it was about. Yeah, that book. I know that it was fun to write. I feel like that one was really a lot of the books we get stuck on in certain spots, like we'll hit a wall almost, and it'll be at different points. Sometimes it's at the sometimes at the beginning, sometimes in the middle, sometimes it's the end. Like honestly, but that one I feel like we just plowed through it like it was just not even plowed through it like it was tough like just we just flew through it it was, it was just fun um yeah just unfolded it, it yes. very naturally unfolded I mean I feel like sometimes that's it's the benefit and the curse of having mm-hmm. two people is that we each we catch things like sometimes you're just like you know if it's just one person you would just write something and if there's sort of an issue and especially if you're sort of self-publishing you can kind of make the decision of whether you're just gonna like let it slide or not um but with two of us I feel like we always are like but this is an issue because of this and then we like you know get into it and have to go around um but it's good because I feel like we ultimately then have plots that are more plausible yeah like well ca- yeah we'll we'll catch all the so and that's another way we're different too is I I feel like I'm better at pointing out the problems with things and then Elizabeth will pose like 95 solutions like well what if we did this or what if we did this and I'll be like yeah but and I'm like I know I'm not coming up with any solutions like I need time to think about it but I'm also not just taking them because I'll look at them with like such a critical eye and like play devil's advocate with all of them I feel like I don't know does that you know what I mean like you'll yeah yeah no you'll come up with a lot of different ideas and i'll shoot them all down (laughs) (laughs) i mean not all of them down usually end up melding a few of them together but But, um yeah i mean i think that i um that yeah i tend to be sort of just like well we can like simply fix this this way (laughs) and like you know or you know whatever the case kind, kind of is um but yeah, I definitely think that you're a little bit better. You're a little better with like the big picture issues. Like, no, this is going to be an issue in like three chapters. And to me, I'll just write around the issue when yeah. I get there. Um, yeah, that's you. But would it, rather, obviously that doesn't help you with you your planning. Would rather, when it comes to edits, we're different too. Because you oh, yeah, would oh, rather. Man. Way different. 
start from scratch on a chapter. If I said to Elizabeth, there's a chapter that needs a lot of work. We need to fix it. It's not like a ton of words that we need to add or anything, but we need to switch things around. Or there's one, like, you know, Scott wants us to add six million words in the middle here. She'll be like, I'll write the six million words (laughs) because she does not want to touch anything that needs to be like rearranged or you know what I mean is that is that accurate yeah I feel like my um mind is kind of always on just like create Mm -hmm. mode yeah that makes sense like I would just completely rather just start completely from scratch if a chapter's not working I would rather just toss it and rewrite it rather than like moving throw something out but rather than like the moving the moving that was like that one that one book um the rom-com with the college professors i hate you i love you oh my gosh i like i hate you i love you i mean that i love that book um and i that will we'll have to talk about that another podcast because that started our spiraling depression did it um that was was yes it was that book that was the cat that was my catalyst um, because we handed that in and it needed like incredible amounts of edits. I have, um, must and, have like, PTSD because I don't remember any of that. Well, because I did most of them <laughs> because it needed to be re- like, re- like fully oh. full on, like deconstructed and rebuilt. Um, like it was like the kind of errors where it was like, I want them to start liking each other oh, 50 yeah, page yeah, earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and then we I had remember, to, I had like, to, we had to I go back and completely like, want, yeah, okay, it's coming back to me. And that changes like, and because they wanted them to get together earlier, obviously that changes every subsequent chapter. So it was really almost like a half rewrite. Um, and I was like, just give me a week with this and then I'll hand it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I just like, I'd rewritten yeah. so much of it. God, and, um, <laughs> and then, and then I went into, and then, and then I went into a, a, a depression for like six months after that. Oh God. Uh, yeah. I didn't remember that that was the, that was what it was. It was a number of things. We'll get into that in another episode too. That was a bad time for us. I think. <laughs> the dark, our dark, dark ages, daily dark, dark years. Yeah. Yeah. We're right now where we're in oh the, my God. the enlightenment mode or something. The Renaissance creativity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so I don't know. So we're going to, I mean, obviously this episode was more geared toward who we are and what we write and how we write and all that sort of stuff. But um, I guess what other things are we going to talk about? Families. So do you want to introduce your family a little bit? And then we'll talk about like some of the other things we'll, we'll get into, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. So people know yeah. a little bit I about mean, um, Yeah. So I met my husband when I was 16 um 21 years later we're still here still together um and we have uh two kids a daughter who's eight a son who's five they are like insane like most kids are (laughs) um but yeah I mean so definitely the antics that that they get up to will I'm sure grace yeah the airwaves of the podcast in the future um yeah, so I have been married for 6,000 years. Um, no, like, uh, in May, it'll be 17 years I've been married, which is crazy, because I'm only 38. Um, and we have one son who will be seven in March. Um, and that's it. I could not... I could not have another child in this house <laughs> i don't think <laughs> he's great he's wonderful but it's it's too much yeah so um and we adopted him that when he was born so i'll probably talk about that at some point but uh yeah so that's that and um we live about what 45 minutes away from each other yeah, about something so we're like not, that. We're not, not yeah, too far. We meet in the middle. You know, when stores and Paneras were open, we would meet in the middle to do like edits and stuff like that. Not anymore. Sigh. But yeah, so we'll talk about it, right? We're both um, really into health mm-hmm. and fitness. And Haley is a certified personal a, trainer. So I she have done has nothing a, with it. But I blame the pandemic for that. But she yeah, still yeah, has yeah, it. Yeah. 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 
Um, so she actually does come from a place of actual certified yeah, I do knowledge. Know some things, and um, you do too. You know a lot, like just from reading and you know following different. Yeah, and I also have like I'm a, I'm a yo-yoer, so I have been like obese three separate times three? in my life, and oh I've lost God. all the she weight. She looks and phenomenal. Stuff. Like you look. Yeah. I can't believe, and you kept it off for how long? This time I've kept it off, um, like three okay. years, I guess. It's awesome. Four. Like your know, biceps, your arms are like just pretty jacked. We're working, yeah. working, working on, on, it, working on it. So you know, we'll 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 talk about that. Um, know, those, those kinds of things. And then like and... movies. So I suggested that. I start reviewing movie, movies again because I don't know anything about any movies. Like even things like whatever you referenced earlier, uh, Fast Times. Um, Fast Times, Ridge Maha. You've never seen. Okay, um, we're gonna. I know this then. the movie. Okay, you're gonna like, have to watch I'm that. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen all of it. And whatever character you mentioned, oh, that hurts. I don't know that. That, that hurts either. me. Um. So who me. did you mention? Who, who was it? Okay. Jeff Spicoli, it's Sean Penn's character. He's like the okay, um, yeah, stoner. I didn't know Sean Penn was in it. So, um, okay, we're gonna have to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know various reality shows, which I need to get back into. I'm not watching enough shitty TV lately, which I need to uh, you know rectify yeah. that at some point. And we're getting into like the winter Me months, either. so that should be I should be able to you know yeah it's like prime tv Um, watching and then yeah and just like pop culture and you know what's going on with certain celebrities and things that are you know newsworthy in a funny entertaining kind of way or an oh my god i can't believe this kind Mm -hmm. of way yeah and anything anybody just all the above i mean talk about anything yeah we're we have no limits we'll Uh talk about anything we'll talk about how we're you know horrible cooks and awful wives and what just no limits <laughs> no limits it's not a secret everybody it's not a secret nick earlier was like are you gonna do the dishes and i was like oh i forgot they were in there and then he did them <laughs> <laughs> because he put nolan to bed so i was like usually like the other person will do the dishes i mean like whatever ones were in there from after dinner because he always does the ones after dinner so like there's only like two in there and that's like my sole job because he cooked he worked all day so we worked from home and it was like super easy and nick was at work all day and then the second he got home i said will you cook dinner i took out scallops and that was all i did i said i defrosted them (laughs) he was like okay Um, can i take a shower first (laughs) yeah last night i came downstairs after um giving my kids like a hug to go to bed and my husband was sitting on the floor folding the laundry that he did and I sat on the couch and it wasn't until like I had sat there for like a solid 10 minutes I looked down I was like oh I should like help oh my god that's so funny so then I finally got down and like helped for like the five minutes that it took to do the rest oh my god I do do the laundry I don't actually mind that because I'll like watch tv or whatever while I'm folding it um but the dishes I can't stand so like today since we were home I did do the laundry I did not put it away. Um, that'll be another day. But oh, that's uh, like yeah, yeah no, a that's lot of time like I can fold it because I can do that while I'm like watching, like I said, TV or something. But like putting it away, that's a whole other thing. But dishes, hate cooking, hate. Um, I did put on the dishwasher, but I did not put the dishes away. So my contribution was like, Nick, the dishes are cleaning the dishwasher. So then he put them away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff like and it, and then I'll, I'll sit at like the yeah, the countertop there like the bar stools and I'll talk to him and play on my phone and he will cook tonight <laughs> he cooked he cleaned yeah, up I honestly don't know like there's nothing in it for my husband like I don't know why he even puts up with me this is really like, eye-opening like I don't saying it out loud I'm not <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't really bring a whole lot to the yeah, table. We're, we're like really married to saints. Yeah. I mean, other than like the kids, like I have the kids right, stuff right, right, organized. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But I mean, other, other mm-hmm. than that, I don't really bring, like I said, I don't bring anything mm-hmm. to really the table. Um, like literally, because I don't even like set it or anything. <laughs> I don't bring anything. <laughs> I don't bring anything you bring yourself it. there to eat. 
<laughs> idea that's true and i'll like scream up the stairs for my kids um that's about it oh god i just snorted um <laughs> i've been like snorting lately i don't know where this is coming from i never snorted in my life and like i don't oh, man maybe you have like a deviated septum i don't know i have so many things wrong with me we should actually talk about that in a separate episode and i did injure myself again tonight because um so nolan learned what's called an axe kick in karate so he's been like walking around the house like axe kicking the air and before or i guess it was after he got out of the shower on his pajamas and nick and i were like out in the bedroom waiting for him and sometimes like he'll come out and like wrestle with nick so he came out and those two were like you know fighting each other and wrestling and whatnot and then like nick grabbed me and like slammed me onto the bed and whatever i'm like screaming and then i was like i'll axe kick you but like he wasn't really near me and i like went it's like where you bring your leg up and the kick is coming down and you kick the person coming down like with your heel but i didn't expect anything to be there because i was like axe kicking the air but he stuck his freaking leg out and i axe kicked his his shin and both of us at the exact same time screamed in like excruciating agony and Nolan just started laughing. I have like, like, you know, when like your kid gets like an egg on their head from falling. I have that on yeah. my, the back of my heel. And both of us oh like God. collapsed to the ground screaming. And Nick was like, oh, is your heel okay? My shin. Oh my God. My shin. And Nolan's just laughing. <laughs> and yeah, both of us are so <laughs> So yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we have that happening. And I was like, well, it's a good thing I have an appointment yeah. for my ankle, my other ankle on Wednesday, because I can just get them to look at this <laughs> if there's an issue. Yeah, we'll have to dedicate, we'll have to dedicate, I mean, an episode to it, because I'm in uh, physical therapy for a oh, finger, yeah. so we have things, we have things, might to lose a finger, guys. we have things to talk about. Right. Right. <laughs> I lose a finger. Okay, so yeah, that's it. That's okay. for episode one. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, you'll stick with us and yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah, thank you. We'll have some we'll have some time. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and this was definitely we'll